0: Hello and welcome to the AI Casting Core podcast. This is a podcast where we take classic films and ponder who would be cast in them if they were to be remade now, or we will take more recent films and discuss who could have played the roles if the film had been made in decades gone by. To get these casting suggestions, we will put it to our AI overlords. I'm your host, Scott, and I'll be joined by my fellow film enthusiast, Rich. Rich in this episode we talk about who we would recast in a film you may not have heard of star wars so then let's talk about star wars from 1977 george lucas's massive massive hit and i believe one of your favorite films
1: uh yes, um, my favorite series of films ever Empire Strikes Back is probably my favorite
0: film of all time but
1: Star Wars ranks up there with with the rest of them. I think it's probably my number two out of all the Star Wars films, so yeah,
0: number four for number two,
1: number four for number two yeah,
0: <laughs> so we're going to recast this using present day actors, which is gonna be a bit of a an odd choice, but I think it could be uh interesting because. Obviously, they've done the sequel trilogy, which has brought back some of the original cast and original characters along with newer characters like Finn, like Poe Dameron, and Rey, whose surname we will not mention. (laughs) I think it's, it's one of those that could be could be difficult because you're thinking of you, you could end up thinking about the the sequel trilogy characters whilst trying to decide who would best fit a remake of yes. the original.
1: Yeah. so so we just pretend that they don't exist.
0: I pretend quite often that some of the sequel <laughs> trilogy films don't exist.
1: <laughs> They're not that bad. I lo- I loved them all, so I I'm totally biased anyway.
0: Yeah. So Let's let, let's kick off then, and okay. recast Star Wars as if it was being made today, and we're going to use present day actors to some of these classic roles. Cool. So we'll start with the big one, Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. So AI has given us has uh, given us a couple of suggestions for each character. So that's quite handy because we can discuss the pros and cons of each one and make a choice between the two. Yeah, uh, rather than just you know discussing one one actor for that particular role. Yeah. So Luke Skywalker has given us uh, Ace of Butterfield and Ty Sheridan. Now Ace of Butterfield, some people may know from the Netflix show Sex Education. He was also in Martin Scorsese's Hugo.
1: Yeah, and Enders Game as well.
0: So Ace of Butterfield is in Sex Education. Never seen it. Oh, it's pretty decent. And then Ty Sheridan. So Ty Sheridan was in Spielberg's Ready Player One. Yep. He was also in... X-Men. X-Men, yes. He was in X-Men. He was Cyclops in the yes. updated one taken over yep. from Scott Marsden. Yeah. James Marsden. I'm Scott. I'm Scott. He's James. <laughs> so he took over as Cyclops in Apocalypse and dark phoenix and and what yeah so in terms of the character luke skywalker is obviously a young character i think he's is he meant to be like 17 in the film 19 i think it is um... he late late sort of teens so yeah i don't know i think ty sheridan as he is now he he could be too old for uh, and definitely too old looking for the role yeah. Uh, whereas Asa Butterfield, I think, will be 40 years old and still looks like he's 12.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's one of, he's got one of those young faces.
0: Yeah, he has. He's a bit like um, Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Back in the 80s and early 90s.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think he would be the better choice out of the two, definitely.
0: Although I think... I, I wonder whether Asa would actually look too young. I ultimately... Skywalker's got to grow into this powerful Jedi, albeit, you know, a couple of films later. Yeah. But he still needs to be not a commanding presence, but he's got to have that kind of presence. I, I, I wonder whether Asa Butterfield would have that kind of presence on screen.
1: Yeah, I mean... I haven't really seen him in much other than Ender's Game, so I don't really know, you know, his, his acting ability and stuff. But yeah, I, I think you're right. You'd think he wouldn't he wouldn't have that commanding aspect that Luke would need towards, like, say, like the end of Return of the Jedi, where he's, you know, a fully fledged Jedi and mm. you know he's he's in charge of sorting out a new Jedi training school and and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I I think I don't know. He's got the look for a for young Luke, but maybe not for an older Luke. I mean, they could always age him up with CGI, but then we know how that works, don't we?
0: Yeah, I mean, we can always ask ChatGPT for someone else, which I've just done, and yeah, I, I get it's thinking. Timothy Chalamet? Mm, yeah, possibly. Maybe, but I think there would be too many comparisons with June.
1: Yes, I was just going to say that, definitely
0: because it's a similar kind of character a similar kind of trajectory for the character yeah and you could be you could be seen as essentially rehashing dune
1: yeah yeah it's it's, it's the same hero's journey isn't it dune he starts off as a young boy and then he becomes the leader of the fremen and, and all that kind of stuff and you know yeah it's just the just the same kind of story and and still with lots of sand as well <laughs>
0: Yes, can't escape the sand.
1: No. <laughs>
0: Just make sure it doesn't get everywhere. So I've asked it again because yeah. I can. And it's given me Tom Holland this time.
1: Oh, Tom Holland.
0: Now he could have the presence and he's got the youthful look.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he could. But he, again, he's he's going to be one of those actors that's got like a kind of baby face, even when he's 50, I think. But yeah, no, that's a good choice as well. Just throw him into the mix. Yeah.
0: So if you had, if you had to choose, you're the Star Wars fan. You're the, you're the, you know, this has got to please you.
1: See, I like, I really like Ty Sheridan. He's a good actor, but I think I'd probably go with him. Yeah, Ty Sheridan. Like he would be quite commanding later on. I think he could be, he could, he could be quite good.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's what twenty? He's twenty seven, twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, he's 27 he's 27 later this year. So he he's definitely on the higher yeah end of the age bracket.
1: Yeah, I mean he could play younger. He 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 would be quite good. And I think he's a bit of a better actor than Laser Buttfield. Like I said, I haven't really seen him in too much other than Ender's Game, so I have no comparison to be fair.
0: Mm. Okay, well let's let's go with Ty Sheridan then. Yeah, okay. For Luke Skywalker. So I was going to say the next big one, but they're all big ones in Star Wars because it's Star Wars, isn't it? Yeah, even the small characters have got their own
1: action figures, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, including Guy in Jeans and T-Shirt from Guy Rantoria. in Jeans and
1: T-Shirt, yeah.
0: <laughs> so let's move on to Princess Leia. Okay. So the two suggestions that is given us is Emma Watson
1: mm-hmm.
0: and Sharsi Ronan. Yeah. So Emma Watson, obviously... Hermione Granger from Harry Potter, amongst other smaller films. Yeah. And Sharsi Ronan is Lady Bird. Uh, She was Mary Queen of Scots. She was in Grand Budapest Hotel.
1: She's been in loads of stuff.
0: Oh, she is. I mean, she's been around for so long now, you kind of think she's older than she is. Yeah,
1: yeah. I don't know. I think the, the princess has to be somebody who... Is who can give off that royalty look and I think Emma Watson has got that bit more regal than Sasha Rona would be, but they're they're both pretty good actresses to be
0: fair. Now the thing that would make me the thing that would make me go less towards Emma Watson is her age. yeah, because although although she's Hermione Granger from Harry Potter, she isn't actually that young anymore.
1: No, she's not. She's in the thirties, now, I think. Exactly. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, so the character of Leia, again, I think she's a younger I mean, although she's, you know, part of the rebellion and everything, I think she's still quite a young character, probably late teens, early twenties.
1: Yeah, I think she's around nineteen as well.
0: Yeah, and Emma Watson's thirty-three.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, maybe a younger actress than so
0: Shati um, Ronan is 26.
1: Yeah, that could, uh, that could work.
0: No, so I tell her like she's uh, 29.
1: Wow. 29,
0: oh wow. <laughs> okay, no, maybe not. So she actually has been around for quite a while. So I think both of those obviously very capable actresses, I think they're probably, I think they're a bit too old now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they're a bit too old. Okay,
0: so if we're not going to go with those, let's let's check in with ChatGPT and see whether we can get a different. So one choice it's given us is Zendaya. Yeah. And I th- again I think she would be very good in the role. She's the right sort of or looks the right sort of age. My only problem with her would be the same problem I had with Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. It's a very similar role to the one she plays in Dune.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, Dune is practically Star Wars, but with more sand.
0: (laughs) So let's say to uh, ChatGPT, we'll we'll try Princess Leia again, but with a younger actress.
1: What about Florence Pugh?
0: That is exactly who ChatGPT has just suggested.
1: I think she could pull it off, but I think once again we're going to have that June problem because she's in part two, isn't she? Late one this year.
0: She is, yeah,
1: and she's playing Princess Irulan in that. So God, where are all the young actresses these days? Oh, Mia Goth, she's still quite young.
0: Definitely a different look for the character.
1: It would be. It would be a different look. I'd. I'd quite like that. That would be good.
0: Because yeah, I guess with like films like Triple X and Pearl and all of that, she's got that commanding presence.
1: Oh, god, yeah, she's and she does talk with a very, very posh English accent.
0: Well, I mean, accents can come and go and be changed. Oh, oh, yeah, and...
1: I mean, I, I did think that she was American while I was watching X and Pearl, <laughs> she pulls off that southern accent really well, but yeah, I, I think she would be a good choice. Left, left field, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, let's go with Mia Goth then for yeah. Princess Leia. Yeah. Okay, we've got our two younger leads. Yeah. So now we need we need a character who's a bit more of a maverick, don't we? Obviously, Han Solo, played by Harrison Ford in the original. I've just realised we talked about Princess Leia and we never once mentioned
1: Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Bless her.
0: That's really bad of us. Yeah, that is
1: really bad. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's so bad.
1: It's like sacrilege to Star Wars fans without mentioning the Queen. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, no, bless Carrie Fisher. She is, or she was, the the Queen of Star Wars.
0: Yeah, definitely. So let's move on quickly before we get sucked into a a trap of shame for forgetting her. (laughs) Yeah. Hand Solo. Yes. We've got a couple of different options. I'm not a huge fan of these two choices, so we may try again. So we, we're given Chris Pratt and Oscar Isaac. Now, Chris Pratt, obviously, he's, he's had a very successful last ten years with the Marvel yeah. films, with Mario, with the Lego movie.
1: That uh, Tomorrow War, which was really quite
0: good. Really? You liked that? Yeah, I liked that one. It was quite good. It was all right until about the last five minutes. Yeah, no, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, so Chris Pratt and Oscar Isaac, who would be taking over from Harrison Ford, who made that grizzly character his own, really. I don't think you could
1: ever replace Harrison Ford as Han Solo. And yeah, we're going to. And yet yeah, we're going we're gonna to attempt to, yeah.
0: <laughs> Chris Pratt, I think, he's got the not devil may care attitude or... you know, He's got the charm that Han Solo yeah. needs, but I, I I don't see him as Han Solo.
1: No, I, I don't see him as Han Solo at all.
0: I really don't. And no. Oscar Isaac, he's obviously a, a really good actor, but I think we should avoid actors from the sequel trilogies because that's just going to get confusing otherwise. Yeah. So Chris Pratt, Oscar Isaac, off the table. So let's go with one who... Oh, that's an interesting one. That could work. Taron Egerton.
1: Yes, he's one of my favourite actors at the minute. He every single film that he's been in has been amazing.
0: So Taron Egerton is Exy in the Kingsman films. He was also Eddie the Eagle. He's also the guy in the recent Tetris film who flees Russia in an imaginary yeah, he's car also chase. John. Yeah. Oh, I did like I did like him as Elton John. I Rocket thought it was, was a really great, good film. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really yeah. enjoyed Rocketman. Man. So, I, I think Taron Egerton, I think he would work really yeah, well. for Yeah, I think he would as well
1: because he he he's he's one of those actors that's a very chameleon type actor and you you know half the time you don't even realize it's him until you see the end credits and he really throws himself into every single role that he's given so yeah i think he could pull it off maybe he's not rugged enough for Han Solo but i don't know that's
0: what makeup's for
1: you know a bit of stubble um yeah i think he would pull it off very very well that's a very good choice
0: it is next up we've got Obi-Wan Kenobi Fun fact, I did do this once prior to doing this episode, and its suggestion was Ewan McGregor. Obviously, he played him in the prequel trilogy. Yes. But again, like Oscar Isaac, I want to try and avoid actors who have appeared in either of the other two trilogies. Yeah. Just because if you're remaking it, you don't want things to get messy. You don't want people to get confused. No. Although he's playing the same character, you should be trying to make the film your own rather than relying on someone else's casting choices. Exactly,
1: yeah. And and Twitter would probably implode as well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they're like. Yeah. <laughs> Those Star Wars fans on there are quite scary at times.
0: Ewan McGregor, I think, is out, which gives us the other option of Mark Strong. Yes. Which could be an interesting one. So Mark Strong, also in The Kingsman, actually, he plays the, I guess, the Q branch guy in Kingsman. He was also in Kick-Ass.
1: He's in most of Matthew Vaughan's films, to be fair.
0: Robin Hood. He was also recently in the Operation Mincemeat. So, yeah, I think I, I, the only the only question about Obi-Wan being played by Mark Strong is, is Mark Strong old enough? Yeah, I think so. Give him a beard. He would look a lot older. Now, interesting, Mark Strong actually is 60. Yeah, maybe he is old enough then.
1: Yeah, I think he's a very good choice.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, OK, well, I quite like the idea of Mark Strong. I think he's the sort of calming, wise...
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Tutor to Luke Skywalker, rather than the evil villains that he usually plays, like in Sherlock Holmes or Shazam.
1: Yeah, he's good at playing good guys and bad guys, and that, and that's why I like Mark Strong so much. He's he's a very adaptable actor who can play pretty much anything.
0: So yeah, I think I think he would be quite a good choice. We could maybe even have a bold Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah,
1: we'll go for that.
0: Bold people of the world unite! Yeah, yeah. I'm bold, by the way. <laughs> Okay, so so we'll put Mark Strong in as Obi Wan. So onto the dark side. The dark side, the best side of the Force. Darth Vader. Yeah. Played by two different people, by David Prowse on set, who has a quite a physicality about him. He was quite a tall actor. Voiced by James Earl Jones,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who has oh, such a such a presence just with his voice. I mean that that deep voice is just so recognisable.
1: I, I would love James Earl Jones to read me a bedtime story. It would be it would, like him and Morgan Freeman, are probably the, the two guys who've got the best voices for reading books or stories. <laughs> I
0: always thought when I was watching The Lion King that if, when James Earl Jones was recording his lines for The Lion King, if he saw something that was like shocking and he was like reading, you know, all this land is yours, <sighs> It's like, oh, whoa, whoa, that 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 took a dark turn, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so iconic is that voice that it's. Oh god, yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, you can you can hear it everywhere, and it, it's been sampled in pop culture.
0: I don't know when we choose the actor for this. I don't know whether it needs to be someone who. I mean, it, I guess it has because he's got the the mask on all the time you don't really ever see his, his face so he he doesn't need to be just need to have a good voice about him so no he just needs to be tall well no no well no it doesn't necessarily need to be tall because you can just get any old lanky person in a darth vader suit <laughs> and then just true and then just dub the, the lines over which is exactly what they did i mean you've heard you yeah. heard what the original audio was like on set. <laughs> David Prowse is from Bristol and very much from Bristol. Yes, he's a very nice guy, actually. But still from Bristol and definitely not a Darth Vader voice. <laughs> no. So the two options that it's given us are Michael Fassbender and yeah. my personal pick from these two, Benedict Cumberbatch.
1: Yeah, he's. I think he's got a, a more menacing voice.
0: He has, because that's exactly what he did with Smaug. Yes. In the Hobbit films.
1: Yeah. I...
0: Smaug the dragon. So he's he's definitely got that, you know, growl, that I'm the bad guy voice.
1: Yeah, with a little bit of voice modulation and some special effects as well. I think he would be a very good Darth Vader.
0: As long as they don't have to say penguins, he's fine.
1: <laughs> I don't get that. <laughs> What's with the
0: penguins? I'll send you a link. Okay, <laughs> so I think I think Benedict Cumberbatch would be. I think he would be a really good choice.
1: Yes, definitely.
0: I think Michael Fassbender would be a decent choice if Vader didn't wear the mask. Yeah, I don't think Fassbender has got right voice. Certainly not recognizable voice.
1: No, not as a because Benedict Cumberbatch has done a lot of voice acting as well. Mm. So so yeah, I I think he would be the better choice out of the two. And yeah, probably my personal choice. But James L. Jones has given the rights to his voice to be used for Darth Vader after he dies. So maybe we could just get AI to just just be James L. Jones again forever and
0: ever and ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, AI can scarily do that.
1: Yeah, it can, yeah.
0: I, I've seen a thing where AI can actually match your voice if you give it enough data. It can. It's We're using it to cast remakes, but there's some really weird stuff out there for AI. So Grand Moff Tarkin, played by Peter Cushing in the original, he is the commander, I guess, of the Death Star.
1: Yeah, he's like Vader's second in command on the Death Star.
0: So he's the one that gives the order to destroy Alderaan. Yeah. What a nice guy. Yeah, he's a lovely guy. <laughs> Played really, not campily, I was going to say, or even like hamming it up, but he's it, very much like the like a hammer horror. Like you could imagine Vincent Price doing it. Yeah. What AI has done here is it's gone in big with one actor because both of the suggestions are the same actor. Yeah. And that's Rafe Fiennes. Voldemort. Voldemort
1: Voldemort,
0: who better to destroy a whole planet than Voldemort?
1: yeah, I think Rayfind would be awesome,
0: also in the King's Man, bit of a theme <laughs> yeah. The top Gun episode we had uh, m c u and Star Wars, and now for Star Wars, we're getting Kingsman and Matthew Vaughan films,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, Ray find would be brilliant as as Tarkin, I think he's a very, very good choice.
0: Yeah, he's got that. Although he plays M in the latter Bond films, I think he has got that menacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could almost you could almost picture him in with like a menacing sneer on his face, as if oh, to God. say, "Yes, I've just blown up your planet."
1: Yeah, and he he would probably laugh about it as well.
0: Oh, very much so. <laughs> he
1: yeah, he's he's a great actor. He plays a bad guy really really well.
0: He would look good in a, an Imperial Navy uniform. Uh, I assuming we keep the uniforms the same.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, we should do.
0: Well, we'll see. <laughs> We're now coming on to, I was going to say, minor characters. I'm so sorry. They are not minor characters. And <laughs> don't kill me, Star Wars fans. Please don't kill me. We're coming on to the droids. The droids. The, the, the droids. Two,
1: the, the two best characters in Star Wars.
0: Tinfoil Man and Pedal Bin, yeah. as Malcolm Tucker called them. c-3po is the what droid is he again he's the gold one i know that but what type of droid was he he is a translator droid or whatever yeah
1: he's a he's a protocol droid
0: that's the one protocol droid
1: yeah and he knows 63 different million different languages and customs Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff so
0: yeah he's quite an important droid to have And yet he never remembers Anakin in the... No, no, let's not go into plot holes. (laughs) No, no. No, they had their memories wiped. (laughs) So C-3PO in the original film is played and voiced by Anthony Daniels. And he's one of the only actors to have appeared in all nine films. Was he in Rise of Skywalker? Yes. So he's been in all nine of the Skywalker saga films.
1: He has, yes.
0: So I think he's I think he is the only one isn't he?
1: Yes, cuz Kenny Baker died before the sequels. Yes. And yeah, he's he's the only person who's been in all nine saga Skywalker films.
0: Yeah. Obviously not appearing in Solo or Rogue One.
1: They were in Rogue One, were they? Yes. There was a scene on Yavin and they're both in one of the hangars. In Rogue One. I I don't think they're in Soto, I can't remember. But yeah, definitely in Rogue One.
0: Um, Fair enough. So, Protocol Droid, quite a nervous character, quite a scaredy character, I guess you could say, because he's perpetually worried about something. Yeah. So the two choices that it gives us, I think... I think although Anthony Daniels was in a metal suit, I think that was more out of necessity than anything else because of when the film was originally made. Now, perhaps it probably doesn't need to be quite as uncomfortable for the actors.
1: No, I think, I think it's made out of some sort of plastic or whatever now.
0: Or we could even just have, again, like Darth Vader, we would have someone on set and we could dub in mm-hmm. the lines later. Yeah. So the two choices that it's given us here are Tom Hiddleston yeah. and Simon Pegg. Obviously, Tom Hiddleston, best known as Loki from MCU. Uh, he was also in other things like The Night Manager and many, many more things. <laughs> Lots of other films. Yeah. And I keep going to mention films and realise that they're still MCU films. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, Simon Pegg, who was in the Cornetto trilogy, the...
1: Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz.
0: And The World's End.
1: The Mission Impossible films with Tom Cruise.
0: And also The Force Awakens.
1: And The Force Awakens, he played Uncar Plutt.
0: Yes, although you'd never know it from voice (laughs) or appearance. So I I feel safe that we can take him from a sequel trilogy and it not be distracting.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I... See, I don't know. I think Tom Hiddleston would probably be the better choice out of the two.
0: Yeah, I can imagine that. I think Simon Pegg, although he plays a worrying sort of character in the Mission Impossible films, I don't know that it's... I don't think it's a worrying enough character. I don't, I can't picture him being the, oh, no. No, way.
1: and he, he's he got quite a recognisable voice as well. Mm-hmm. Although, during Ready Player One, he played the butler, and I didn't realise it was Simon Pegg until the end. <laughs> so, True. So maybe his voice isn't that recognisable anyway. But,
0: I mean, and he, you know... He was also in that as well, wasn't he? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I think Tom Hiddleston would be the bad choice
0: for 3PO. I think he would be my choice as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, we can get Simon Pegg to play a Stormtrooper or something like that, you know.
0: yeah. So, 3PO is Tom Hiddleston, Yeah. which leaves the remaining droid. And I'm sure you can tell me what kind of droid R2-D2 is. He is
1: a small droid.
0: (laughs) A wheelie small droid. No. Oh, that was... I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. A wheelie
1: wheelie small droid. (laughs) Get out. That's that's the worst joke ever.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, so, RTD two. is obviously it's it's a droid that doesn't really have any voice, any anything really. But they had they had Kenny Baker sat in the uh, suit. No, it's not a suit. In, in, in the, the bin.
1: In the bin. In the bin. <laughs> dri- yeah, dri-
0: driving him around. <laughs> and all he all he did was obviously beep bop Boop and whatnot. Yeah. So, for casting that character, I mean. You could throw anyone in a bin, really.
1: You could, you could, yeah. I mean, you don't even need to have a person in the bin; they're all remote control now anyway. So,
0: yeah, I mean, look at BB Eight. Yeah, it wouldn't even it wouldn't even need to be like CGI as BB Eight showed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, ChatGPT has gone with someone. Okay, he's gone with Art Parkinson, who ChatGPT. Maybe reliably tells me is a young actor who has appeared in several films and TV shows, including Game of Thrones and San Andreas. A quick Google search, a Google image search tells me that in Game of Thrones, he was a small child. So, ChatGPT obviously thinks that a small child is something that is good to put in a bin. Yeah. The fact that that small child is no longer a small child seems. Irrelevant, yeah. but it actually gave me Art Parkinson twice on both suggestions, so it really wants it. Another choice that it's given me is Jacob Tremblay. He was in oh, he was in some R-rated comedy.
1: Yeah, he was in Room. Brie Larson as well.
0: Yeah, again, he's. I mean, he's he's a young actor, but. If we were to go with the same design or same sort of design as they did in the 70s, then it doesn't really matter. You could have a throwaway, put anyone in there. You could have it, and as you say, you could have it remote control. Yeah. Unless we're going to voice the character, I don't think it really matters.
1: No, I don't think it matters either.
0: Another suggestion that ChatGPT has given is Bill Hader. (laughs) that would be a very different r2d2 that
1: would be a very tight squeeze in that bin
0: (laughs) well again i think if you were to cast someone like bill hader either it would be a remote control and you would just have a voice or you would redesign r2d2 because you know it's a remake it doesn't necessarily everything doesn't necessarily have to be exactly how it was because otherwise what are you really remaking you're just doing a shot for shot homage of The film, not bringing anything new. So, which is why I said earlier, you know, maybe the imperial uniforms might be different. They might not be that grey. I mean, it could give us backlash from the Star Wars fans, but (laughs) I I don't really care about that.
1: No, I don't really care either. I'm not that much of a well. I am quite a hardcore fan, but I'm not a crazy hardcore fan.
0: So, so I think, yeah, R2D2. It doesn't really matter. If it's going to be doing beep boop beep, beeps, then remote control jobby would probably suffice. Yeah. If you did want to go a different direction and not have it beep boop bop, then actually, Bill Hader, I'd like to see that. Just, <laughs> I think that could be funny. <laughs> Bill
1: Hader doing the beep beep boops.
0: Yeah. I think that would just be funny.
1: Yeah, that would be that would be funny.
0: <laughs> So, those are the main characters that ChatGPT has given us to recast. Are there any others from the original film that you think we should discuss?
1: Not really. No, I think we've got most of the main cast covered.
0: I don't think we really need to do like the aunt and uncle because they're, I mean, they're barely in it, are they?
1: Yeah, they're in it for like 10 minutes. Not
0: even that. I would, I would, I would wager that their screen time borders on single-digit minutes.
1: Probably, yeah. And then the rest are all like imperial officers, and and I, I can't remember any of their names to be honest. So
0: there's guy that gets choked. There's other guy that gets yeah, choked. Yeah, the guy,
1: the guy that gets half choked and then manages to stay alive. Yeah, the the trash compactor monster. We could get... I mean,
0: yeah, no. <laughs> we're not going to be we're not casting the trash compactor. <laughs> I will ask you one question, though. What's that? This remake, we've cast all these people. Who do you get to compose the score?
1: <gasps>
0: oh, God. John Williams is not an option.
1: John Williams is not an option. It would have to be... I don't know. Michael Giacchino. I think he did a really good score for Rogue One, even... and. You know, the fact that he managed to write it in four weeks is phenomenal. (laughs) Yeah, Michael Cicchino. What about
0: John Powell? John Powell would be another good one. John Powell did the score for How to Train Your Dragon, amongst other things. Yeah, I really like that score. I think that's a good one.
1: John Murphy would be quite good as well.
0: Yeah. He's just done the um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, hasn't
1: he? Yes. God, there's so many. Or maybe Pinar Tuprak. She would be quite good. Yeah, um, her her score for Captain Marvel was really great. I mean, my my top three would probably be.
0: I'm going to force you to pick one. Pick one. And first name, go. Michael Chikine. Okay, we will go with Michael Chikine for the score. Yeah, Michael Chikine. I feel that John Williams' score was such a massive part of that film that you can't not recast that element of it as well. No. Otherwise, we wouldn't necessarily we wouldn't necessarily talk about the scores, but I think. For Star Wars, because I think at the time when Star Wars came out, as good as some of the effects were that i l m did, I think the score is what grounded the film and made it not appear like someone's art house project from school
1: yes definitely the The music transformed that whole film massively from old footage that I've seen on special features and stuff like that. You know, you, you look at it and you think, oh, yeah, this is quite good. You add John Williams' music to it and it just lifts it up and it's it just makes it epic. And that's, that's I don't know, that's the whole magic of Star Wars, I think, is John Williams' music. Not the special yeah. effects or the acting or anything like that. I think the whole thing that makes Star Wars what it is, is John Williams' music.
0: Yeah, I'll agree with that. So then. I'm glad. To recap, for Luke Skywalker, we've gone with Ty Sheridan. Yes. For Princess Leia, we have gone with Mia Goth. Yes. Han Solo, Taron Egerton. Yep, I like that idea. Obi-Wan is Mark Strong. Yes. Darth Vader, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes. Grand Moff Tarkin, Rafe Fiennes. Yep. C-3PO is Tom Hiddleston. Yes, I love that idea. And R2-D2 is a remote-controlled little unit, potentially voiced by Bill Hader, if we... (laughs) Want to. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I like that idea a lot.
0: <laughs> Did you notice anything about those casting choices? No. Only Ty Sheridan isn't English. That's very true. Mia Goth, yeah. Taron Egerton, Mark Strong, Benedict Cumberbatch, Ray Fiennes, Tom Hiddleston.
1: Yeah, they're all English. That's really good, actually. I mean, there was a lot of English actors in Star Wars anyway, but they, 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 they all played bad guys, and the Americans played the good guys. Funnily enough,
0: <laughs> I mean, Dennis Lawson was one of the good guys, but he's Scottish. Definitely not English. Definitely not English.
1: We'll, we'll go for Brit. We'll go for British then. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Rather than English. Okay, so I think that's a pretty decent cast.
1: I think it would be quite good. Yeah, some left field choices. Some yeah some a couple of obvious choices maybe but i think that would be quite interesting to to watch
0: i agree okay so so there are our choices for recasting star wars uh, using present day actors if you agree with any of those choices or you disagree Let us know in some of the comments on our socials. We are on Instagram at AI Casting Call Pod, and we are on Twitter, AI Casting Call. Let us know what you think, and we will see you next time. Sweet.